The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the community of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Merry Christmas. This is Father John Zolsdorf. We welcome as our guest today, St. Pope Leo the Great, who died in 461. St. Leo the Great was time in a, <laughs> a lot of upheaval. Think Vandals, Goths, Attila the Hun, just for a few cares. He started out his career as quite a diplomat and a builder. Uh, he was deacon to Pope Sixtus III, and he was in charge of the mosaic decorations in the beautiful Arch of St. Mary Majors, uh, the basilica dedicated to Mary, which you can still see today, they present an anti-Manichaean theology later reflected in his sermons as Pope. St. Leo's Latin is quite simply terrific. It isn't florid, but it shines with the concision of the ancient Roman genius and sparkles with highly polished tropes and clausuli, rhythmic endings of sentences. His Latin really comes alive again when read aloud. Um, his sermons are well-structured. Uh, they have a good introduction and examples and an exhortation. And he is theologically perfect. As a matter of fact, one of the things that Leo the Great did was put the exclamation point on the correct Christology of the Council of Chalcedon about Christ's two natures. Benedict the Fourteenth, Papa Lambertini, named Leo Doctor of the Church in 1754. And his tomb is in the Vatican Basilica, and the great marble relief of him facing down Attila the Hun was recently cleaned and restored. Let's hear the English and the Latin of Leo the Great's Christmas sermon given on Christmas Day of 440, 1580 years ago today. We have a few of his Christmas sermons, the ones he preached from 440 to 444 and from 450 to 454. And this sermon, the first of the collection, is the most famous because it's quoted in the Nocturnes of Matins for Christmas in the traditional office. And so monks and priests read it for years, and there's still a, a little slice of it in the office of readings in the Liturgy of the Hours. Let's hear the English first, and then the Latin, so you can just let it roll over you. Leo the Great's Christmas Sermon for 440 AD. On this day, dearly beloved, is born our Savior. Let us be glad, for surely it is a sin to be sad on the birthday of that life, which, ridding us of the fear of death, gladdened us with the promise of immortality. From a share in this gladness, not one of us is excluded. To all, there is the one same cause of joy. For our Lord, the destroyer of sin and death, 
came to deliver all, seeing that all were slaves to guilt. Let the saint exult, because he is now brought near to his crown. Let the sinner rejoice, because he is invited to his pardon. Let the Gentile be of good heart, because he is called to life. For when there had come the fullness of time, fixed by the inscrutable depths of the divine counsel, the Son of God assumed to himself the nature of man, in order to restore it to the favor of its Maker, that thus the devil, the author of death, might be conquered by that very nature whereby himself had conquered. In the conflict thus entered into for our sakes, the combat was fought by our omnipotent God with great and admirable equity, inasmuch as it is not his own majesty, but in our lowliness that he attacks our bitter foe, opposing him with the self-same form and the self-same nature as ours, man like us in everything save sin. For that which is written of all men had no place in this nativity. Not one is free from defilement, no, not the child whose life on earth is but one day. Into his admirable birth, then, there passed nothing pertaining to the concupiscence of the flesh. There entered not aught of the law of sin. A virgin of the royal family of David is chosen, who, having been made mother of the divine child, the God-man, conceived him in her soul before she conceived him in her womb. And lest the ineffable mystery should make her fear, were she left ignorant of the divine plan, she is told by the angel of that which was to be done in her by the Holy Ghost, and was given to see how she could be mother of God, yet remain a pure virgin. Let us, therefore, dearly beloved, give thanks to God the Father, through His Son, in the Holy Ghost, because through His exceeding charity, wherewith He hath loved us, he has had compassion on us, and when we were dead in our sins, quickened us into life together with Christ, that we might be a new creature in him and a new substance. Therefore, let us put off the old man with his acts, and having been made partakers of the generation of Christ, let us renounce the works of the flesh. Learn thy own worth, O Christian." and having been made a partaker of the divine nature, scorn to become again the vile thing of old. Remember of what head and of what body thou art a member. Remember how thou, having been snatched from the power of darkness, hast been translated into the light and the kingdom of God. Salvator noster dilectissimi, hodie natus est, gaudeamus. Neque enim facest locum esse tristitiae, ubi natalis est vitae. Que consumptum mortalitatis timore, nobis ingerit de promissa eternitate litiziam. Nemo abhuius alacritatis participationes eternitur. Una cuntis letitiae communis est ratio, quia dominus noster, peccati mortisque destructor, sicut nullum a reatu liberum reperit, ita liberandis omnibus venit. Exultet sanctus, quia apropinquat ad palmam, gaudeat peccator, quia invitatur adveniam. Animetur gentilis, 
quia vocatur ad vitam. Deinam que filius secundum plenitudinem temporis, quam divini consilii inscrutabilis altitudo disposuit, reconciliandam mortori suo naturam generis assumpsit humani, ut inventor mortis diabolus, per ipsam quam vicerat vinceretur. In quo conflictu, pro nobis inito, magno et mirabile equitatis iure certatumst, dum omnipotens dominus, cum sevissimo oste non in sua maestate, sed in nostra congreditur humilitate. Obiciens ei eandem formam, et eandemque naturam, mortalitatis quidem nostre participem, sed peccati totius expertem. Alienum quipe ab hac nativitate est, quod de omnibus legitur, nemo mundus assorde, nec infans, cuius est unius diei vita superterram, Nihil ergo id istam singularem nativitatem de carnis concupiscentia transivit, nihil de peccati lege manavit. Virgo, regia Davidice stirpise legitur, que sacro gravidande fetu, divinam humanamque prolem prius conciperet mente quam corpore, et ne superni in iara consili ad inusitatos paveret afatus, Quod in ea operandum erat a Spiritu Sancto colloquio dicet angelico, nec damnum credit pudoris, dei genetrix mox futura. Agamus ergo, dilectissimi, gratias Deo Patri, per filium eus in Spiritu Sancto, qui propter multam caritatem suam, qua dilexit nos, misertus est nostri, et cum messemus mortui peccatis, Convificavi nos Christo, ut essemus in ipso nova creatura, novemque figmentum. Deponamus ergo veterem hominem, cum actibus suis, et adepti participationem generationis Christi, carnis renunciemus operibus. Agnosce, o Christiane, dignitatem tuam, et divine consors factus nature, Noli in veterem viditatem de generi conversazione redire. Memento, cuius capitis et cuius corporis is membrum. Reminiscere, quia erutus de potestate tenebrarum, translatus es in dei lumen et regnum. That was St. Pope Leo the Great's Christmas sermon for 440. I hope its message of hope and joy and encouragement will ring in your ears for this entire Christmas season. Agnose, O Christiani, dignitatem tuam. Recognize, O Christian, your dignity. Learn thy own worth, O Christian. Thank you for listening. Please pray for me as I will for you. 